the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Good day. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Interesting times. The market started off strong yesterday when the market was closing, let's say two or three o'clock. You're probably having a little bit of a day drink because happy hour starts a little bit earlier due to the COVID shutdown. People still aren't back at work. You're watching the news because there's no sports on and you heard Trump wants to give bigger checks. Ooh, that could be something the market likes. And then the U.S. job reports beats expectations and that could be something the market likes because getting people back to work equals paychecks. Paychecks equals spending in the economy. Spending the economy equals – and even spending the economy. I'm like – I was telling my sugar booger yesterday. I was like, when we go on vacation again, we're going to play basketball on elephants. And then we're going to go to another continent and we're going to feed giraffes in the morning uh, straight out of our mouth for their breakfast. And then we're going to go and we're going to see the moon. And like suddenly I want pent up, right? Do you have a little of that? I have a little bit of that. Job reports beat expectations. On one hand, it's good because we're back to work. On the other hand, it's bad because the Federal Reserve says, hey, a lot of Americans aren't back to work. They're not helping the economy. We're not going to raise interest rates anytime soon. So they end up being wrong. Rates go higher. And almost I'd rather have higher unemployment. I know that sounds evil to say than higher interest rates. That's me looking after me. Not me looking after you. Of course I want you to do well. Penn National Gaming's running into a bit of a blip. Uh, a blip. I was going to say a blitch, but that's not quite a word, is it? <laughs> Let's just make it up. A part blip, part glitch, a blitch. Um, as is DraftKings. So a couple weeks ago, we were worried about economies. When they open back up, they're going to be strapped for deficits. They haven't really been raising taxes. They haven't been collecting taxes. They haven't really been seeing you go out and, and, and get taxed. Maybe you're buying more marijuana, which is heavily taxed in California, but you're not buying a lot of gas, which is heavily taxed in California. Stocks jumped after the June jobs report, smashing expectations, but it's pulled back. I would say a lot. The Dow is now up 168 after being up 300. The Nasdaq's up 87 after being up 150. Um, the gains aren't gone, and it's still too early in the day to see what direction we ultimately end up in. But instead of talking about people going back to work, now we're starting to talk about another kind of slowdown. McDonald's is saying we're going to halt reopening our dining rooms. I know saying the word dining room in McDonald's is like you almost have to swallow your tongue. I get it. Um, June non-farm payrolls increased by 4.8 million. That's the headline. 
An employment rate of 11.1% is easy for you to digest. It was 13.3% in May. It was expected that it was going to drop in this time frame, but it's expected to climb in the next month. The average hourly earnings declined 1.2%. That's not a good sign. The average work week was 34.5 hours. That's actually a pretty good number. In large part, anytime over 33, you're starting to think about, we need to hire another person. Now, not only did we get the employment situation report today, a day early, but we also got the initial jobless claims, number of people unemployed. That doesn't seem to be as important today. But it decreased by 55,000 to 1.42 million. Any number over 350,000 is a bad number. So we're, I'm not going to say we're getting conflicting data, but we're getting data that's fair. I would almost say very convenient. For those of you who feel guilty for traveling and taking off your masks and getting socially close to someone, you're like, hey, I see numbers in there that I like. And for those of you feeling guilty because you haven't gone anywhere and you've sheltered in place and you start losing your mind, you're like, hey, I see some numbers in there that I like. Lemonade IPO. Oh, boy. What's Lemonade? They offer homeowners and renters insurance in the United States. Contents and liability insurance in Germany and Netherlands. It's got a full stack insurance carriers. They're set to replace brokers and bureaucracy with bots and machine learning. Aiming for zero paperwork and instant everything. Now, what I like about this and what I hate about this is commissions in the insurance world are bad. You can go out and buy an annuity and pay up to 10% commissions. That's ridiculous. Don't buy annuities because of that. Be proven otherwise. But right there, that 9% fees, you can't win. Management cost, you can't win. In most annuities, not all. So Lemonade, who's going to try to get insurance to change the way it pays commissions and collects fees, it'll be interesting. Um, do I need a middleman? No. Do I have a middleman? No. I tend to use USAA and Geico for my insurance, and they have big call centers. Now, what if the call centers are replaced by apps and bots? So at one point in time, a broker... I dated a girl when I was 17 years old, 16 years old. She was a secretary after school for an insurance broker. That insurance broker's gone. More and more people have become educated that we don't need to have Steve on the corner in San Carlos be my insurance guy. I can go with a, a state carrier or a national carrier or a bot. I don't need Steve. Now, here's the, the perfect part about Steve. Steve could get to know you. If he's making 100000 a year and you're paying him 10000 he's got nine other clients who are paying him 10000 he's got a vested interest in getting to know you. Hey, Rob, your kid's healthy? Hey, Rob, how's your kid's uh, teeth? How's your kid's teeth? Do you need dental insurance? Hey, Rob, uh, I see that you've gone from driving a Chevette to a Corvette. I know they're both vets, but one's more expensive to fix. You want to up your deductible abilities? Like, his job might be to say, oh, I see that you have a kid in a wheelchair. Wheelchairs cost a lot more money to take care of a child from zero to 18. After 18, uh, someone who's in a wheelchair, it costs a lot more money to live your life. So he may say, hey, you have a special need 
Therefore, let's get you some special insurance like disability insurance. You need to make sure you have enough in case you lose your job because you got to be able to pay for that kid in a wheelchair. I know you're saying you're really pushing this kid in a wheelchair thing, but that's where I see the positive respects of a real life person. Like if you work with a real life CFP, I mean, I, I think this lemonade story is a shot at CFP saying down the road, we're going to replace you with bots and machine learning. We're going to figure out a person who's 25 years old with no kids probably doesn't need life insurance. They don't need a financial plan until you're 50 and have assets. Under 50 with no assets, keep working, keep working, save, save, keep working, keep working, save, save. It's not that hard for a robot to repeat. So I think that's an interesting IPO, and yet at the same time, it's an interesting time to bring out an IPO. Is the market speculative enough? Well, Tesla's telling us it's speculative enough to pull this kind of thing off. Will we know the true power of Lemonade? Maybe we need this kind of um, ticker symbol, by the way, is LMND. Maybe we need this kind of COVID experience to show us you don't really need face-to-face. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. American Airlines is releasing a statement on their liquidity and conserving cash and encouraging customers to travel. That's not a good sign. I got an email from Vegas saying, free room, free room. That's not a good sign. We'll talk soon. I'm Rob Black. I'm any fucking spending my own. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do really, really appreciate it. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Yesterday, we were all excited about Pfizer and BioNTech coming up with progress on their COVID-19 vaccine candidate. We've seen two or three of these announcements now. Just so you know, be very cautious. Um, Will it be more than one company that comes up with a cure or a vaccine? Could be. Probably not, but could be. California is going to close some indoor businesses in some counties that have been hit hard. This is starting to emerge as like, okay, well, that makes a little bit more sense. Instead of the whole freaking fragging state, if there's problems in L.A., Orange County, San Bernardino, Santa Barbara, they should be the ones to shut down. Sadly, we're, you know, stores that not stores, but businesses like restaurants and wineries and tasting rooms, movie theaters, family entertainment centers, museums, card rooms have all been affected by this kind of across the board. What's interesting is I saw the Oakland Zoo come out and say, hey, if we don't get up and going in October, we're out of business. And you're like, a zoo is out of business. Now, we got my attention at that one or something along those lines, right? So let's ask the question, do we need zoos? And I'm not smart enough to answer that other than to say that a couple companies that go out of business here, maybe we don't need them. And again, I'm not tying that to zoos or museums. Um, It's just, it's a, can you imagine a zoo shutting down? Whoa. CNBC says employees at Amazon Air contract worldwide freight services Raise safety concerns in increasing COVID-19 cases in key states. Okay. 
McDonald's is continuing to lean on drive-thrus longer as companies put brakes on reopening dine-in services. Okay. Um, again, there's a little bit of a hiccup in the reopening. And again, there's still, there's no federal response that can be anything other than a shrug. On a state response, it literally feels like Republican governors are doing opening the economy and Democrat governors are trying to protect people. And I don't know if there's a right answer, but that's where we seem to be. The, the machine seems to be going. The blue side's like, go forward. The, the red side's like, go backwards. Go forward. Go sideways. Go left. Florida reports 10,109 new COVID-19 cases versus 6,500 on Tuesday. So in two days, they've gone from 6,500 to 10,100. That's a big spike. Then you get in the whole per capita thing. And you just go, meh. Goldman Sachs said yesterday the economy could save trillions of dollars by, by mandating masks. I'll tell you one behavior that's changed in me. I might wear masks more often. I, I know. You're saying when this is all said and done, you may wear masks. In flu season, I may. My kids come home like sick or the you know, teacher says there's strep throat going around. I may. So my behavior may trend that way. Yours may go, I'm never wearing a mask ever again. Vice President Mike Pence's, uh, both President Trump and Pence have made big press releases today and press conferences. Pence says there's no need for a national mask mandate because there are large portions of the country where cases are very low. He supports efforts to close bars in various cities and states. Supports efforts to... Um, Say every state that needs something will have something. This is our taxpayer money at work. This is kind of fun to see, right? He talked about the national security law that China passed saying it's unacceptable and how the United States is going to have to change their trading status in regards to Hong Kong. So there's a lot of press right now. It feels like this has been a week where everyone needs to start lining up their political voices for the election. Pence is talking it up. Trump is talking it up. Biden is talking it up. American Airlines said that they have to improve liquidity. They've got cash at the end of the quarter of about $15 billion. But keep in mind, a lot of the airlines tapped cash already. They've got term sheets with the Department of Justice for $4.75 billion. And one of the things they can't do is fire people until September. I think you're going to see the airlines fire a lot of people in September. Or there's going to be some retirements, some furloughs. I don't know what's going to happen. But you're going to see some of the data that came out of the jobs report today kind of go differently in the near future. I'm not poo-pooing the numbers. I'm stoked. American Airlines says they're overstaffed by 20,000 employees. So I potentially see 20,000 people taking furloughs, 20,000 people taking uh, layoffs, 20,000 people taking early retirement. I see something happening there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Interesting to note that the video game makers, Zynga, Electronic Arts, and Activision Blizzard all pulled back early today when the stock market was strong. One of the theories out there, and again, please note that this is a theory, is that Wall Street's getting ready for Biden to win. And you can tell it in the, in the rise of the gun sales. Now, did the gun sales go higher 
because there's protests with Black Lives Matter and the gun stocks responded. Or the gun stocks moving higher with the concept of if a Democrat gets in, maybe there's gun reform. Oh, don't you wish it was that easy? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Experience got a free credit monitoring service. I failed to mention that earlier in the show when I was talking about credit. Um, Capital One has a free credit monitoring service as well. Um, I don't use any of the paid ones. If I were, it'd probably be Experian Identity Works or FICO Advanced. Um, none of the commercials that I hear in television would, would be good enough for me. Remember the CEO of the credit protection company that says, here's my social security number. I bet I don't get hacked. I'm that good at what did I do? And then he's like, you know, he got hacked. Love stories like that. Makes America go around. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The oil demand is going to return to pre-pandemic levels by 2022. Goldman says, but unlikely to peak this decade. Oil prices staged a dramatic recovery in the last three months. Demand will get back to pre-pandemic levels 2022. Peak, long way off, according to Goldman. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. You may laugh. You may cry when I'm about to say this. Um, Weezer was about to go out on concert and they canceled due to covid um, yesterday I was looking at Instagram and they, they're like, Hey, we got some shows back on for 2021. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to like commit to that kind of thing. Um, again, don't know if that makes any sense to you, but my belief in music coming back is already starting to be tested. How do I think the rest of the year is going to go? Oh, when music does come back, will I sign up for it or will I be eh, – for instance, and this is just to show you my hesitancy. I spent some pretty good money for a concert coming up in August and I know you're saying it's July. And yeah, I was excited. You know, got my sister some flight tickets, things like that. We're going to do some family time together, see some music together with the family kind of thing. And then it got canceled. And then I had to try to get rebated on the stuff. And for a couple months, they kind of hedged and hawed. Um, and then they're like, well, we'll give a rebate, but you have to ask for it. We're not just going to give it just to give it. You have to ask for it. Otherwise, we're going to give you credit. And credit just doesn't feel right to me because I don't know if I'm going to want to go back in 2021. I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about a lot of people, right? Um, so that's worthy of noting out there, in my opinion, that it's going to take a little bit longer. So when you see oil demand is going to return to pre-pandemic levels by 2022, uh, but unlikely to peak this decade, you go, well, what was the peak? And you got to start thinking about it. Um, as far as peak demand goes, peak prices, the U.S. investment bank Goldman Sachs estimated global oil demand would decline by 8% in 2022, rebound by 6% in 2021, and fully recover to pre-coronavirus levels by 2022. You could extrapolate a lot of stuff on that. 
vacations, business travel, dramatic recovery, followed by uh, preceded by dramatic fall. So Goldman Sachs now believes oil demand will not peak before 2030. And again, that plays into the teeter-totter game of Elon Musk and electric cars. And I would be remiss if I didn't say congratulations to Elon Musk and electric cars because once again, uh, they're dominating it, delivering more cars than expected. Stock continues to move higher with no look at anything other than revenue growth and product growth. There's no look at margins. There's no look at future product there's, it feels a little short-sighted, but again, I'm happy for people. Ford and Disney, on the other hand, I look at it and I go, what are you thinking? Ford's going to unleash a Bronco again. I know you're saying, isn't the Bronco the car O.J. Simpson was driving? Yes. Didn't it kind of magically go away and then the Magic Kingdom Disney somehow is going to help bring it back? Yes. <laughs> like... That doesn't sound like the, the – I'm not going to say the best move because maybe it is. Maybe someone out there like one of my friends, Chad Burton, CFP Chad Burton. Oh, I can't wait to get a Bronco. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to dress up as OJ on Halloween. No, 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 no. You can't do that. I'm going to drive around the neighborhood. No, 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 not in this political world. So Lulu Lemon this week, we uh, announced that they're moving into Peloton space of having virtual – not virtual, but distance – learning on workouts that's kind of interesting lemonade set to go public today it boosted its ipo range showing you there's some speculation out there um summer surge in covid cases would probably mean we're looking at more stimulus payments which on one hand is good especially if people aren't working people aren't paying rent people aren't putting food on their table i get it on the other hand, it's bad because those $20 bills that you're getting um, add up to tax money. And I, you could say we could tax billionaires. It's not enough. We could tax everyone and it's not enough. We can't provide any clarity on how to pay for all that we spend in tax money. There's no clarity. And you almost it, – it stinks because in my industry, I almost have to go, yeah, that's a great argument, but you need to forget about that. The future of classrooms seems to be a big topic right now, and experts are weighing in pretty aggressively. that There is no chance that our kids go back to a completely normal classroom, classroom of 20 to 30 students, no chance. That it's going to be some sort of distance learning situation, maybe Monday and Tuesdays in school for Group A, Thursday and Fridays in school for Group B. Maybe it's Monday, Group A gets the mornings, Group B gets the afternoons. Everyone gets Wednesdays off so the school's going to be cleaned. Um, USC sent out an email to their, their students last night saying, don't come back. Uh, for the, most of you who are undergrads, you're going to be doing distance learning. So you don't even need to be on campus. Whoa. Right? Uh, but there's this income cliff there where we're like some people need to go back to work and some businesses need to be open. Oh, and do I get it. Next week's going to be an interesting week. On Monday, we get an AIDS International Conference. Scheduled to, to appear is Merck and Gilead Sciences. 
Now, what's interesting about that is AIDS has been remarkably linked to COVID as an immune deficiency where something gets in and messes you up bad. So will Merck and Gilead give us any insights? On Tuesday, TD Securities is going to have an energy conference. And they're going to teach us a little bit about what – it wasn't planned this way, but you damn know, sure well know they're, they're going to talk about what the energy complex looks like during COVID. There's a conference on Wednesday tied towards Asia. And we're going to learn a lot about Asia and COVID. Costco is going to show some of their results on Wednesday. Costco is a company that we know people went to to hoard toilet paper. Last quarter, Costco probably sold more toilet paper than the world needs. Right? What did they sell this quarter? There's a state of the cloud on Friday virtual event. I'm going to be paying attention as NVIDIA is scheduled to appear. NVIDIA stock hitting an all-time high recently. Again, during COVID, we talked about a little bit more about augment reality, virtual reality, cloud computing, working from home, all areas where virtualization plays a role. And to put together that kind of uh, complex technology, companies like NVIDIA and AMD are players. So when there's a conference, I kind of want to hear what they have to say. 800-516-1220 to each calls in the air. General Mills, maker of cereals, maker of stuff that goes on store shelves that we're shopping for, maker of stuff that I haven't bought their brands in years, but because of COVID, I'm buying more stuff from grocery stores and less from restaurants. So they had their price target lowered today from, to 60 bucks. Ultimately saying the benefit of this time and the investing heavily to maintain the significant increase in sales growth and market share. And they, they look like they've kind of they've done well, but let's let's be honest, let's cap it at some point in time. So says the analyst. Now again, I bring that kind of analysis up for you. Because at what point do I look at Apple? I own shares of Apple. At what point do I look at Apple and go, this has probably gone far enough? Where do I want to cap this? What more do I need? Or do I just let it ride? Do I go with the Vegas big shot? Remember yesterday I talked a lot about transports? They jumped out of the gate today. The group's higher by 6% for the week. That's not bad. It's outperforming the markets. Avis Budget, leading performer in the group, jumping above its 200-day moving average. Morgan Stanley upgrades the stock. Do I want to buy a rental car company? I didn't want to buy a rental car company last year. The only reason I'd want to buy one this year is because they got beat up bad. And it's almost like me saying, you know, um, if I wanted to find a billionaire wife, I'd go to a burn clinic and find like someone who's been damaged and hurt. And maybe she'll take pity on me for being so hideously ugly. It doesn't work like that. I don't like buying the burnt companies, the hurt companies, the damaged companies, the underperforming companies. You may want to, but I don't like Avis budget in a good economy. I don't like Avis budget when they're oversold. Maybe somewhere like a Norfolk Southern, I'll go, you know, I've kind of always liked that company. And during the COVID, it got shut down pretty hardcore. JetBlue has won some concessions from their pilot labor union. And I'm like, yeah, that's a transport. Winning concessions isn't exactly a reason to buy. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Like you have to have reasons to buy and reasons to sell. CSX Corporation, another train company that I like. Maybe nothing happened. Maybe they were just part of the slowdown. Market selling off in large part, rock, scissors, paper. The strong jobs data was good, but that can cause a sell-off if you think that no more stimulus is coming. But when you see the large spike in the number of cases reported in Florida, you're like, oh, more stimulus is coming. So it's a little confusing times right now. I, I wouldn't lean either way. But again, that's just me trying to protect you from yourself. So do whatever you got to do. I'm not going to stop you. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. You can find me at Rob Black Show. You can find me here Monday through Fridays. Have a good 4th of July weekend, everyone. Be safe. Be smart. Um, wear a mask. Just play along for a little while longer. That's all I ask. People are shooting each other. People are fighting with each other over masks. Ugh. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So if you listen to the commercial, CFP, Chad Burton, myself have put together a webinar that we're going to be doing in the middle of July. It will fill up. It really seriously should be used for people who are approaching retirement because it's, it's about retirement information. You might be a little bit bored if you're looking for how to trade stocks. Um, I could teach you how to trade stocks, but then I'd have to kill you because I want all the money for myself and I want none of it to go to you. That's a joke. I don't really believe in day trading academies. I don't really believe in programs that can teach you how to do everything as, you know, a professional. I've never seen it work. I've been in this industry 20 plus years and I've said on the air, hey, first person that could show me a portfolio where they've traded 10,000 into a million I'll hire you. 10,000 into 100,000. I'll hire you. You will have a job as a professional trader. You will never have to work again. I will give you the money to, if you can go make me that money. The problem is you can't do it because I'm going to ask for proof that you could do it. Um, otherwise, I can hire someone from Chicago who's been doing it if you get my draft. And again, I'm not trying to poo poo you. I'm just trying to say there is no easy solution. And if there was, well, I probably wouldn't be advertising it. I'd probably be keeping it to myself. So many, many years ago, before I came to Salem Radio, I got into a little bit of trouble. I know you're saying, tough to believe. There was a software company that was pushing uh, red light, yellow light, green light. When the light's green, you can go out and buy a stock. When it's red, that meant time to sell a stock. And again, I'll be honest. If that worked, not only would I not sell it to you, I wouldn't even think about selling it to you. Um, that wouldn't even be an option. So just try to suck that in for a, a small second, cowboy, if you can. Um, in large part, if there was software that I can use to teach me how to like do a perfect trade without taking any risk, I'm not going to show it to you. I'm going to have an island. I'm going to have a nuclear bomb. I'm going to shave all my hair and wear a gray outfit. I'm going to have a rocket that can go to the moon when I nuke the planet. If it was that easy, do you see what I'm saying? I know you're saying, Rob, it's that easy. I, I've got an uncle who's done it. No, you don't. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Stocks rally at the open, but they're trading off session highs. In the last couple of weeks, we've started a, a little bit more focus on COVID numbers and COVID hospitalization rates. And they're now starting to make fun of people on the news for going to bars in Phoenix and not washing their hands, for going to bars in Texas and not washing their hands, for going to bars in Florida and not washing their hands. And some of the stuff we're hearing, it's just this, it's, Drives people fifty percent patty on one side and fifty percent patty on the other. I'm going to tell you how to think. That's the shares up nine point six percent today. They delivered ninety thousand six hundred fifty vehicles in the second quarter. Um, Tesla has to be considered on aggressive pullbacks if you're an aggressive investor. I'm not an aggressive investor, but even a company like Apple, and I do own shares of Apple. Now that they're establishing new highs, sometimes what they'll do is they'll establish new floors where in your craziest, maddest thought, a healthy company, you can probably see pullback 40% or 50% and just say, wow, it, it got ahead of itself and COVID really tripped up. Or when the economic data gets bad, let's take COVID out of it. You can go, wow, this great company like Apple or Amazon or Tesla. We see some weak job numbers, so we're going to say probably some people won't be able to afford the high-end phones or high-end cars. So we'll, we'll adjust the numbers and we'll say maybe they'll correct 25% from their recent highs. Now, again, these are kind of imaginary floors, and they really don't mean anything other than you can say it's not likely because histor- historically, let's take a look at the last 20 years of Apple. How many times has it pulled back 40%? The answer is not many. How many times has it pulled back 30 A little bit. 20, some, 10, all the time. So you can kind of see some trading history. And in a case like Apple, you see what it did after 9-11. You see what it did after the 2008 financial crisis and the Great Recession. You see what it did with COVID-19 in the first three to six months. But you haven't seen it all. So there's a floor there in your head. We saw how far back Apple moved in March. That's the new floor, in my opinion. Um, would I buy it aggressively if it hits 240? I would. Would I sell my children? I would. I know you're saying, I'm going to report you for child trafficking. I'm not I'm kidding. It's a joke. Um, you get the idea that you kind of have to be a little bit fluid with some of the stuff. Um, but you can also kind of set up some loose rules in your head. Crude oil sits at $40 a barrel. Oil, gold sits at $17.86 an ounce. Now, I've seen gold come and go in the last 20, 25 years. I've seen oil trades come and go. Now, let me talk about a little bit about this. Is oil and gas are both commodities. To buy oil and gas, it you have to be a specialist and or – you have to go out and buy a barrel of oil. And what are you going to do with a barrel of oil? What are you going to do with pig's bellies? What are you going to do with a pound of gold? So someone stores all that stuff for you. So when you buy it, typically, if you're thinking about, I think gold goes higher and it's at eight, seventeen eighty an ounce. You go to a dealer and you're like, I want gold. And they're like, okay, we'll, we'll procure that for you for 30% buying fee. And you're like, 1800 and take off 13, 30%. 
And you're like, wait, wait, I'm paying $350 just for the right to buy this stuff? Or up to $500 or $600? Like, and wait, wait, to do a sell, I got to do the same thing? You can't make money like that. You can make money on a pure index like a GLD, which tracks the price of gold. You can do the same thing with silver. You don't actually have to buy the commodity. If you have such a bug up your rump that you think you know that gold goes higher, even though it doesn't have a job, it doesn't have productivity, it doesn't have like – it's got a scarcity value. I get it. It's got a weak dollar value. I get it. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com.